So we left off last time with speaking about a very difficult topic, a very complicated topic of evil, the creation of evil in the world. Uh, in Os Zion, the Ramchal introduced, it to, introduced us to the concept that even in the Kochas HaNivdalim, there must be a source for such a thing, for evil, uh, because there's nothing here in this world that is not, in one way or another, um, emanating from those Kochas HaNivdalim, right? Uh, you can't have something existing in the world of Asiya if it doesn't also have a root in Bria. And then obviously it has the the messengers, the angels carrying out those uh, those root causes, carrying them out to action. That's the world of Yitzira. The the uh, angels carrying that out. So there's 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 uh, you know good angels, angels that conduct blessings and all sorts of wonderful things. There's there's Malachi Chavala. There's there's mazikin, there's you know there's a dinim, there's all these um, you know forces that uh, that that carry out uh, negative things as well. Okay, so but but it's all rooted in the kochasan of Dalim. and we said last time that in what way is it that the kochasan of Dalim would send down a influence. That what would happen to the Kochus of Dalim that would correspond to the existence of of evil in the world? Uh, so that is that they that they become broken in a way where they do not conduct, uh, they do not act to express the divine in in the, in the world. Okay, so that so that's the root. Now, um, that's just kind of the fact. But here, but now in Ches, the Ramchal is going to be dealing with the existence of evil itself. So, so how is there evil? Where does it come from? Right. So, step number one is on the one hand we have a philosophical principle that from the source of goodness, it will not come out evil or uh, like the Chazal say it, um, you know, Hashem does not designate His name unto evil. We spoke about the fact that you, know, you might produce two paintings, one of them that is really an expression of who you are, another one is just, I don't know, somebody told you that this is what they want, they want this like really weird looking thing, so you did it for pay, so to speak, right? But being there is not an expression of your natural self, so you wouldn't sign it, right? So to Hashem, so to speak, doesn't sign on the creation of Ra. But nonetheless, it does come from Him, because everything in existence has to, in one way or another, come from Him. But the difference is that He is not miyachet shmo. It's not an expression of Him. Um, the Dastavunus talks about the difference... Um, when we talk about the creation of Ra, and we're, we're actually seeing it in this week's Parshios, Parshas Bo, right? Um, Parshas Ve'era, Parshas Bo, where Moshe Rabbeinu is performing all the miracles 
um, so to speak, undoing the powers of Mitzrayim layer by layer, peeling back the layers of evil, right? So, just like the world was created with Asara, Maimarim, the ten utterances, now we get the ten Makos, the peeling back that uh, those same evil, and then, and then afterwards, at Harsinai, we're going to have the Sarasadibras, the ten, the ten um, commandments. Yeah? And uh, so the uh, the Mephoshim explained because Mitzrayim also had these ten, you know, uh, its own ten. Ze, the Apostle says, This one corresponding to that one Hashem created, God created. God created the, the good and evil are mirror image of one another. That's what's necessary for the balance, for, for, for balance of things. There needs to be um, a balance of power. right? So there's this mirror happening. But... Uh, the Ramchal and Dasmus points out that in a number of ways it's not a equal system. One of the fundamental ways is because the Tov is a direct expression of Hashem, meaning it comes from Hashem, it has a source. It's sourced in the ultimate existence, Tov, good, goodness, right? It's sourced in the ultimate existence, which is Hashem. It's not Hashem, but it does have a source in there. It... it, it in certain ways, resembles Hashem, or comes from Hashem, right? Whereas Ra does not. Ra is a made-up thing. Something Hashem made up, right? But it's not, but it doesn't come from Him. And that's, that's what we're saying over here, that although everything is created, everything comes um, due to Hashem, but one of them, so to speak, comes from Hashem, is an expression of Hashem, that would be tov, good things. Whereas Ra, Hashem is not, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not miyached shmo al hara. Doesn't, doesn't write his name on it. So it, yes, it, Jeff. Is, is, is Ra something that's nivra? Yes. It's created? Yes. It, so so, so how, how does that fit together with the concept that Ra is, is more chesrom p'nav? Wonderful question. So that's that's really what, that's that's really what we're going to be dealing with right here in Oshas. Okay. All right, clean it up for you. That uh, Jeff wanted to know um, that how can we say that Ra is a real mitzvah? So let's just talk about very very practically. Malche Chavala, an uh, a angel of the angel of death, right? Is an angel whose job it is to do bad things. Uh, kill people or whatever maybe right damage things right um, so that's that's a force of evil it's a force of evil right uh, mazikin damagers right um, and, and so and, but it's, it's an entity it exists right and yet we're saying that it is all rooted in Hester Ponum that everything good is a aspect of Ha'arasponim, the revelation of divine light, and um, and Malachi Chavala, the, the angels uh, that do damage or the other evil forces, they uh, they are the product of Hesterponim, of the lack of, of divine revelation. So Jeff is asking, how can the lack of something create something? Meaning, creation is a positive thing. It's something that is. Mm-hmm. Right? Lack of 
it will just simply give me less, right? If I if I uh, if I give you only a, a small amount of clay to make you know, to to make statues out of or whatever it is, maybe maybe you'll make a very small statue, right? Mm -hmm. But you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna make but the, but the lack thereof that's not gonna make a thing, right? That's your question, Jeff. Correct. Yeah, so that's exactly what we're going to talk about. We, I think that's the, how the wrong call referred to it earlier on. In the sense of that, that's, that's, that's exactly what he's dealing with over here in Oschas. So again, so philosophically he's telling us that it is, that it is not, like, like uh, Jeff is saying, it's, it's lack of divine revelation. It's, uh, it's just Hester Ponim, right? Um, and therefore... It's not speaking. It's not an expression of Hashem. It's it's a it's a lack, it's a lack of Hashem, so to speak, right? Strengthening is not e does not equate to creating. You know, like what do you mean strengthening? Because there's already going to be some type of negative force out there. How? From where? Are we talking about like Hashem had to create an original negative force? Yeah. Yeah. How did Hashem create? That's exactly what we're going to be discussing. Uh huh. Not, not that we're already assuming that there is a negative force, because there was a Yitzhahara, right, with the snake, right? Well, the, you're you're like light years ahead of us. You're already like with the snakes. We're <laughs> still like way before there was even a Ganadin. Uh huh. Okay. We're still in the very, very, very theoretical realms. If you want, I'll tell you where we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the fa the famous Pukid de Rebbe Eliezer. That Bereshis bara Elokim means in a beginning, God created the world. Mm -hmm. Why is it a, a beginning, not in the beginning? Why is it not Bereshis? Why is it Bereshis? Bereshis means yep. in a beginning. Bereshis should mean it should have been Bereshis in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So what's Bereshis? In a beginning, I only, I only know about the base being two. <laughs> okay, but just listen to the grammar, right? In a beginning, what does that imply? That there's one beginning, or a possible beginning. It means that there that there have been multiple. Right. So it was, it was a possible beginning out of not possible. It it did happen. It's not a possibility. It definitely did happen. <laughs> A, a if I tell you a car, it means there's a bunch of cars out there. There's a car out there that's parked in our lot, right? It could be a number of different beginnings. And that there were. And that there were other beginnings. And in one of those, in a beginning, here's what happened. Okay. Yeah, so Birkadir Abiliezer says that there were many beginnings. The Kodesh Borg was Bono Olomo Sumachrivim. Bono Olomo Sumachrivim. You build worlds and destroy them. Right? And then, and then, on the um, mound of um, rubbish, on the mound of broken bones of those worlds, Hashem built our world. Okay. So these other worlds were physical. Not necessarily were they physical, um, but. Uh, so so uh, so that's that's where we're gonna go. Okay, so coming back to over here. So we're saying philosophically, 
that it, it's not going to be something that's going to be coming directly from Hashem because Hashem is good. Yeah, and from good, evil is not going to come out. On the other hand, Hashem wants, His will is that there should be evil in the world. Now, Josh, why would Hashem want that there should be evil in the world? And why is that important? Close, close. Oh, there you are. Very good. Okay. Um. Okay, so uh, so uh, so Hashem wanted there should be evil. Now, is anything beyond Hashem? Hashem can't do something. Hashem can do anything, right? So even though seemingly to us, wait a second, how can something evil come from something good? It seems like a contradiction. The answer is, don't worry, Hashem can do anything. Now, and that's kind of what the Ramchal says over here, right? Um, the just to not leave it as such, well, that's why we're mentioning this midrash, is basically if you need to make a system where the, the, more, the more light you put in, the more goodness you put in, the weaker it gets. Why Yes. And the less light there is, the stronger it gets. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that seems to be the opposite, right? That's the problem. That's what we're struggling with over here. Is seemingly all existence comes from Hashem, okay. right? So, the more Hashem, the more the thing should be vibrant and thriving and doing really well. And the less of Hashem, the sicker and feebler and weaker it should get. And yet, evil needs to be the opposite of that, mm-hmm. Right? Evil needs to feed on the absence of Hashem. Mm-hmm. So, how do you do that? How do you have something that operates to the opposite of the presence of reality? Right. That the, the more reality there is infused, the less of it, the, the, the weaker the thing gets. Right. And the less reality there is, the stronger the thing gets. It makes sense. It's very difficult. It's, it's, how, how does that make sense? It's the opposite. Because if, if good is something that's spiritual, right? Where if like it's, you're you're reducing the like this world is completely physical. Yeah. So there's a lot of bad choices that are made. So we're living in a very less spiritual world. So it seems like based on how the world is operating today, a very low element of spirituality that we're we're it's a I guess, the, I guess what I'm trying to say is if it's a physical world then there's even less good we're saying the good is spiritual then no, no, no. we're talking about a, an, an entity let's again let's talk about the angel of death let's just focus on the angel of death okay. right so um, usually so being that Hashem is the source of existence right so then the more Hashem is revealed the, the more Hashem is present so to speak okay. right the more everything takes on more life the more everything becomes more 
stronger and vibrant and, and, and real. Right? And yet with the angel of death, it works the opposite. Right? Because if the more divine revelation there is, the more he's weakened. So what, what Hashem had to do was kind of like make something and then break it and reconstruct it in an inverse way. Right? Because natural making is how everything ought to be. So it's in one way or another an expression of Hashem. So it can only be if the thing is made, then broken by depriving it of, of necessary existence. Mm-hmm. Right? And then reconstructing it in, in, in where you cross the wires. And that's, that's what the Midrash is alluding to over here. Right? That Hashem was born and He created many different forces. Creation obviously can be compared to light, right? a manifestation of light. Then that made something. Now that thing needs a continued connection to Hashem to exist. Hashem deprived it of that, or maybe, maybe on the contrary, put too much, injected too much light, whatever, into it, and then deprived it. Um, and then so the thing breaks. And then by reconstructing it in an, in an incorrect way, so to speak, now the, the thing works in an inverse way. Is a creation. It's not. It's more of a creation than just an absence. Of Absolutely right. That's that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying. It's 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 a it's a real mitzvah. It's a real creation. Right? There's malchei chavala. There are real there are real forces of evil. There are real forces of tuma. Real forces of. Uh, so what, what were you talking about when you said that maybe injected too much light? Uh, that's beyond the sc- our scope of exactly how Hashem how, how Hashem called the caused these. This is. Uh, Called the Olomos Atohu, the the worlds of uh, of desolation, of of breakage, of uh, uh, things that are very much beyond our scope. Is the um, um, is the concept of death uh, somehow related to Chet Adamarishon? This is much before the Chet of Adamarishon. The, what this is, maybe this is what you're referring to, what this is, is kind of a uh, laying down in the blueprint of reality the possibility... No, I wasn't asking about the, the various squirrels that were destroyed. I, I, just, I just meant that the concept that there's, for instance, an angel with death. You know, it, 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 that, that humans are dying anyway. I'm not sure about animals. The humans are dying anyway. Is that a consequence of the fate of Anamarishon? Humans dying is a consequence of Adam, of Adam yes. But what I'm telling you is that the whole concept of that there should be, let's say, the angel of death, etc., right? The fact that there, the, the fact that there's a concept of making these breakages that pre-existed, that was already a possibility before Adam Rishon came along. He activated that. He made it actually happen. But the possibility of it that already existed, all these roots of evil for, for, the, for the possibility for evil to exist, that was already there from before the creation of Adam Rishon. Or the world. Or this world, anyway. Exactly. So it was a possible choice for this world, then? Or are you saying all, all of the whatever Hashem created was a possibility for every world? Like in terms well, of this is the only world of Tikkun. Our world, it's not like there's other worlds that are functioning. It's, the analogy is a king, you know, that, that there was 
He built a palace and tore it down, built another palace, tore it down. And then on that pile of broken stuff, he built from that wreckage, he built his, his final palace. And that's our world. It's not to say that there's other worlds. The, the only world is our world. Yeah, but the point is that our world is not the, is not the very be- it's not that there was only one beginning. There were preceding beginnings, which had an end to them. They broke, and then, then Hashem took all those broken pieces and reconstructed them um, to make our world. Not necessarily as people. What? Not necessarily as people. Those earlier worlds, correct? They they uh, they were spiritual worlds. Okay. Interestingly enough, the the Tiferesi soil proposes that those monstrous worlds that we you know don't really understand, etc., the you know kind of the wreckage that lies on the bottom um, is manifest with uh, with the um, what now we find in in the physical sense. Uh, um, as as uh, re- remains of dinosaurs, meaning that uh, that the fossil record of dinosaurs is a manifestation of those uh, of those worlds. Even though those worlds were, were spiritual, right. but the spiritual world when place like if I have a comic book that I that I you know I'm writing the comic book that's that's abstract right comic book if I'm making if I'm drawing comics that's not real that's just that's abstract so my thought I can make a, a person flying around or whatever it is right and then if I make if I take that comic book and I make a movie out of it it becomes real right so, so it's only real after it was destroyed, destroyed. already What? Why? What? Why? Why did this spi- uh, spiritual world become physical in its like okay. death? Our the, our physical world is an expression of the spiritual roots. That's what we've been discussing. Right. right. Now those spiritual roots are not brand new made. Right. They are they are recycled. Is that a? If, if this is like beyond the scope of the discussion, then I don't know if we have to keep dwelling on it. But in terms of the creating of the worlds, like Hashem knows what He's doing, right? So Hashem knows what He's doing, right? So He He probably got to say, you know, if I really want to create the world that we are right now, could have done it, snap of metaphysical fingers, and that's it. Like, it, why does Hashem have to build something a bunch of times to be able to get to this point? Well, that's a good question. Um, so Yosef is asking, why does Hashem have to build something and destroy it? And then afterwards, take those broken pieces and, and, and rebuild it, etc. From that, instead of just making it right away, like uh, you know. So the way that the way that um, people used to build things is you, know, you first make different. Like you, you take, you, yeah, let's say you take a piece of plastic, right, or a piece of wood or whatever it is, then you drill a hole in it, right, first you make it the right shape, then you drill a hole in it, then you take another piece and you attach it with a screw, etc., right, let's say buildings. Nowadays, you say, well, what are you doing all that for? Just 3D print it, right, just right away make it in the, in the exact confirmation that you want it right away, right? 
So you don't have to go through the step of first making the thing and then cutting it in half and then screwing it together and then drilling a hole, etc. You could just make it right away with the hole. Right? That's Yosef's question. Very good question. Um, again, I don't want to dwell on this because we do want to finish the the parak and, and the chalik. Um But uh, in short, what we're everything that we said so far is trying to explain what the Der Hashem said in one sentence. What did he say in one sentence? He said, being the Hashem can do anything, so he managed to create evil, even though it, it, you know, it shouldn't really come from him. Right? And that's really what you're asking. You're asking, let Hashem just create it in a way that we can't possibly understand how it happened. How can evil come from good? So you're right. Hashem can do that. It's not a problem. But we would not be able to relate to that at all. We wouldn't be able to relate to Hashem at all. And we wouldn't understand how to relate to evil. And w- the entire study of um, Kabbalah and the Olamos of Tohu and, 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 and all those things uh, gives you an insight as to how to fix everything as well. And being that it's for our benefit, for us to be able to relate to the Creator, for us to be able to relate to evil, to, to be able to relate to our world, right? It would all be done in a way that is totally beyond any comprehension. Mm-hmm. So then we would just kind of like be locked in our little box. Hashem would be operating in His infinite way, right? And we wouldn't have any way of grasping it, of understanding it, of relating to it. So this is all this and much more. Everything that we've been talking about, all the processes that Hashem that Hashem does. Every, anytime you talk about a process, right? What is for our benefit? For example, why does Hashem have to make a process that? Well, you you're going to be put into a situation. You're going to be given given free will. You're going to um, earn it, and, and then afterwards you're going to you know then then you're going to get told about. Well, just put us in there. I it's better this way. And Hashem couldn't figure out a way to make it. With a better way in in all of it, yeah, he could have, but then we would have, we wouldn't be able to understand that. Mm-hmm. And that's also why he left physical remains, something spiritual. Once it collapsed, the reason why Hashem, our world is built. This this we're going back to what we're learning in this parak. Our world is built that the physical is a branch; it's an expression of the spiritual root. That's in every regard. Every single regard. Anytime there's a spiritual root, it's going to manifest itself uh, down here in the physical world. Right? Anything down here in the physical world has a spiritual root. Okay. So if there are those spiritual fossil records up there, right? So then there must be here a a fossil record. Okay, again, if they explain that to Pharisee Israel, you're not, you're not mishubut to him. You, you mean, he, he was definitely a very wise man. Pharisee Israel, not, not, not the morale in the Sefer Pharisee Israel, but the Pharisee Israel, the commentary on the Mishnayas. Mm-hmm. Jeff? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to that thought back. Uh, the, uh, oh, so 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 are there evil nivdalim then that that through uh, you know, shoshelas are coming are influencing below? 
so uh, what there is is there is uh, is uh, there are there are breakages up there. That's what he spoke about in Old Zion, that the that the root in the in the, in the world of Bria, for Ra, is is so to speak negative influence that comes from there, the, or or you know, the, the lack thereof which feeds the the. Um, existence of evil. Sitra Achra, Ruach Ra, Angel of Death, all these things are, like, are sourced in that original way that Hashem... Exactly, that's what he's about to say right now. Perfect. Right. Thank you for the segue. So, um, so, so Yosef said what? So what are the things that are sourced in that? Uh, so that's exactly what he says. That that uh, all these all these things, the uh, the the sutra achra, the klipus, the tuma, the the ra, the malche chavala, all those things are uh, expressions of that. Uh, whereas um, the and by the way, included in that is. Is uh, things that are that are hulen, that are profane, things that are things that are not in any way connected to to any purpose, right? And that that one is called klipas noga, um, a certain negative force, but that but that can be can be redeemed, can be elevated. That's going to be our discussion probably in this week's parsha in parsha's bow, but. Um, so, so, so Ramchal says over here that that's that that's what Hashem did in creating evil. Yotzer or uvore choshech ose shalom uvore ra. Pasuk in Yeshaya, we say it every day in davening, right? Now we say we say it a little bit differently. This is in Birkas Hashachar, right? Um, Josh, where where in Birkas Hashachar is it? Yotzer or uvore choshech ose shalom uvore sakol. Very good. Right, so it's in Birkas Yotzer Or, yeah, in the first blessing of Kriyashma. Uh, but there we say Vores Hakol, he creates everything. But the Pasuk itself says Uvore Ra, who creates evil. The Gemara in Bracha says that being that we don't want to say that, it's not a nice thing to talk about Ra. So instead we replace it with Kol, everything. Everything means include not just good, but everything, meaning including even the Ra. Right? So you see over here that Hashem does create the Ra. Now, it's a different type. It's not, it's not a Yitzira, it's not an Isia, it's only a Bria, because afterwards uh, the, the, the rest of it kind of went on its own, not, not again, so to speak, Hashem is not Miyached Shmo on it, it's not viewed as the handiwork of Hashem, because it's not an expression of His artistic talent, it's just something that, so to speak, He was hired to make this ugly painting, right, because... Uh, that's why he didn't sign his name on it. Yeah. Okay. So that's so that is uh, that's Yotzer or or Choshech Osei Shalom Uvorei Eshara. Um. Is that what was a replacement. It was a rabbinical replacement instead of. Uh, ra, it's a kol, which to a certain extent alludes to the Ra because it 
when you say everything means not just the good, but all everything, right? So, alluding to the Ra. Um, okay, fine. So, uh, we're not going to get into much more of this. So, they basically, he, he just talks uh, into about all the details that the Ra, there's many ty- different types of Ra, it feeds on the lack of divine revelation, um, obviously somebody doing Averos or uh, in some way or another stepping away from Hashem that empowers these forces, whereas someone um, uh, doing good things that causes, like we spoke about before, that causes a rectification of the Kohus and of Dalim and therefore sends down more flow of spirituality, of goodness, of divinity into our world, which to a certain extent abolishes or weakens these powers, right? Everything has a channel, right? So is Torah the most powerful channel, meaning like does Torah Torah like carry over to other different channels to close up those those raw channels? That's the the Ramchal told us that the Torah is the in the previous chapter he told us right that the Torah is the most powerful intermediary that we have, more powerful than mitzvahs, right? to to fix all those things, mm-hmm. so the, it's it's not like Torah has its own unique channel. It uh, has a, it can take care of other different channels as well. Yep, okay. uh, it's like a root. It's like a root channel for everything else, mm-hmm. for all for all mitzvahs. Everything that's because the Torah covers every possible scenario of everything that could be, right? Uh, so so just like every person might be many different scenarios where he might need to physically do a mitzvah. So the learning of Torah is you're working on the root of all of that, which is that Torah covers all those scenarios. And that's right? including if the person doesn't have the right kavana, and also if it, no, what if the person if doesn't have the, if they don't have the right kavana, well, then, sure. then 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 the, then the Torah doesn't have that power. Uh huh. Okay. That's what we said before. Not only a person has to have kavana, but a person has to do it right, with right. kedusha, with tahara, right? In that. You're not uh, allowed to have dirty hands. You're not allowed to, for example, person should have his head covered while learning Torah, right? Person should make a birkasa Torah. Um, head covering is why? Why do we have a head covering, Josh? Um, the answer I hear all the time is that you should be aware of that. Hashem. Yerushamayim, right? Yerushamayim, right? The awareness, having awe, in the presence of Hashem, f- feeling that I am humbled, that I that I uh, that I am uh, have some th- someone kind of watching me from above, right? So that's Yerushalayim. So the Talmud Torah has to be accompanied by Yerushalayim. That's why sometimes people they will say they have to go, do, go to work and they don't wear a kippah, right? But but uh, when they sit down to learn Torah, they'll they'll put on they'll put on a head covering, right? Because when learning Torah, if you want for it to to have that. Uh, impact it has to be done with your shamayim, with the awe of heaven, right? Mm-hmm. So it has to be done with that awareness. Person has to make a birkas Torah. If you if you haven't made a birkas Torah, so you're not aware, so to speak, you're not relating to the fact that this is a divine um, thing that you're teaching, that you're learning over here, right? So it's not going to have that effect. A, a person doesn't have clean hands. A person is not dressed properly. You know, let's say a person is undressed while learning Torah. That's not going to it's not going to work, right? So all these things 
because the, uh, the Torah has to be learned properly. Is that still separate? Like if a person has their own personal tikkun, like they have to, something's a great challenge for them, and they're able to overcome whatever their great challenge is in terms of, like, say a person is naturally very angry, they're able to have patience, that also would have less of an impact than learning Torah in terms of closing. Uh, these are, these are not That's questions that we are equipped yeah. to to deal with, you know, Mordechai saved the entire Jewish people, but he didn't learn Torah as much. So, you know, was he, did he come out greater afterwards? Did he come out lesser afterwards? Well, certain ways greater and certain ways lesser. Um, the, that's not really, you know, the, there's a reason why Hashem didn't reveal to us the schar for mitzvahs. And Talmud Torah as well, I right? I do because Well, that is kind of what you're talking about. I mean, schar meaning... Um, the more rectification you cause, the more uh-huh. fixes you make up there, that is the okay. reward, right? Yeah. Skar mitzvah mitzvah. The reward for mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. It's, right. it's the fact that you got to do that. Right. That, is the myth, that is the reward. Okay. <laughs> yeah? So we don't know because uh, who, who knows? You know, maybe in this particular, you know, you have, like, you have a battle, right? Who's the most important position in the, in, the, in the battlefield? Well, sometimes it could be, you know, that one guy who, like, you know, if you, he just opens that one door and then all the soldiers are able to go in through that through that gate and the, the, what do you mean he just put the door what's the big deal right he just uh, that's not important right well in that particular situation that was by far in the way the most important thing so we, we don't know right so it's not really our job to know we just do our best okay. Yeah, and uh, okay so we have uh, we have another five minutes so uh, let's just continue into Ostas over here the Hinei Chiluke Madregos Harba Yesh Beinyan Kochos Hara. There are many different aspects of the Kochos Hara, Shazacharnu, Vehanishpa Mehem, and that which comes from them. Uh, in a general sense, they are uh, the, that which comes from them is Tuma, Choshech, uh, spiritual impurity, darkness, Zuma, filth, or whole uh, profane things. So I just want to point out that profane things over here are, are in there. It's right? something that has no connection to Avodos Hashem. That is connected to the kohos of Ra. Now, the, the it could be more easily elevated. It could be turned into a mitzvah. But, uh, but otherwise it is, it is uh, in that camp. And that which comes from the good, that's called uh, Kedusha, um, Holiness, right? Uh, tahara, purity, or light, or bracha, blessing, and all other such things. Um, when it comes to differentiating aval, bavchanos, prote, and yonim, all the details of the things, navchin mine hasugim haele veprotehem. Uh, we will try to differentiate all the different types and kinds of them, um, and that that, that uh, a lot of the conduct, uh, the, the, the conduct of Hashem in this world operates through all of them, um, and uh, that's going to be kind of the subject of the rest of the of the sefer, right? He's going to be discussing now. You know, now, basically, he's laid out for us the framework. This is this is what the world is, right? That's it. Ad kan. Um, Perak Hey Ad Khan Aleph, right? Um, and now we're 
ready to get into the actual application. Uh, he's going to be referencing back to this parak fairly frequently with the Kochos and the Dalim, right, with, and with the angels, because that's, again, everything that happens in one way or another emanates from them. Um, through them, I should say, always fr- from Hashem, but through them, right, they are the, the uh, expression in this world. Um, the, the, they're the root powers. And uh, okay, we're going to be starting Hashgacha next week, Bez Hashem. Looking forward.